it is time to welcome in two of America's great football minds. They might be a little long in the tooth, but the brain is still working well in each case. Welcome in on the offensive side, Coach Chuck Reedy. On the defensive side, Coach Ellis Johnson. First of all, happy Thanksgiving to the two of you. Hope you have some great turkey and some great times. Coach Reedy, welcome in. Great to have you with us. Uh, Thank you, Phil. Great to be with you. Coach Johnson, welcome, welcome. Good to have you with us, sir. Good to be here. Happy Thanksgiving. Yes, sir. Another Thanksgiving. Uh, Did y'all see the video, by the way, Ellis, Chuck? Did y'all see the video of – I'll start with you, Ellis. You see the video of Clyde Wren dancing uh, the other night after the the Gamecock victory at the age of 80, cutting the – Cutting the rug there in the locker room? No, I didn't. Where was it? Chuck, you see it? <laughs> oh, yeah. I thought, well, Clyde, I, I talked to Clyde um, Sunday, and he told me about it. Yeah. But he, he didn't go into the detail that the, the video actually showed. <laughs> it was pretty impressive. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> How did y'all used to celebrate wins, Chuck, after a win? Uh, a regular win. I mean, I knew the big wins, you guys would pop out the cigars and stuff, but how did y'all celebrate just the re- the average? You know, you, you beat Virginia 35-3. to three. How did you, What did y'all do in the locker room afterwards? Well, Phil, when you win a lot, you know you know how to win. You you enjoy it, you know, and, and you enjoy it for, for the night, and, and, and then you get ready for the next opponent. When you don't win a lot, you know, you got to try to create excitement. And, you know, but when we were at Clemson, we won a lot. And, you know, and like you said, the the big games, yeah, we would do something special. But, you know, the rest of it was just business as usual. Ellis, how about in your experiences, did you do anything special after wins? Not really. I'm, uh, I think a lot of this stuff is geared toward recruiting. That's my guess. I don't know. Uh, now the last time I was, you know, with the team was, with Coach Spurrier, he was big on, and Coach Malzahn, Coach Spurrier was big on handing out game balls. That was his thing in the locker room. I don't remember that we did it if we lost, but I can't remember. Uh, Coach Malzahn, uh, he always had a couple of three kids that he recognized. And we always had a guest alumni, like Charles Barkley or Bo Jackson or somebody, and they got to speak to the team and try to get them all fired up after the game. Super, super. Well, I remember in 1977, and um, Clemson came in to uh, Columbia, and Clemson was Clemson was on a roll, and it was 77, right? And I think South Carolina had the T-shirts underneath their jerseys that said "No cigars today." I think Clemson used to smoke cigars after their wins or something. Is that right? That was a Charlie Pell thing. Yeah, Charlie Charlie Pell thing. Yeah. And, and no cigars today. And of course, seventy-seven was the Jerry Butler catch, and um, those 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 T-shirts were available at a very cheap price. After that, yeah, you could you could find them on the black market. Okay, so let's get to the game. That's before um, goodwill, I guess. Say again. That's before goodwill. <laughs> That's right. You find them at goodwill now. <laughs> I just love that though. No cigars today. Um, Okay, Chuck, uh, overview of the game both ways. What what are you thinking on Saturday? Well, you know, I, I think 
in order for South Carolina to win, uh, Clemson's got to help them. Um, you know, they, they've got to do what they did in the four losses. They, you know, they've got to give give up a, a pick six or, or a scoop and score. Um, you know, I, I think that's the only way South Carolina can score enough points. And, and you know, I don't, you know, I, I don't think Clemson's good enough on offense to just go out and win the game. But they're so good on defense that, you know, the, the, as in the last three weeks, you know that they've won the turnover margin, and they and the offense has played on the short field in in all three games because of the defense. So you know I think Clemson's going to have to help South Carolina. You know if they do, you know like they like they've done in their four losses, uh, and you know I think South Carolina's probably going to have to to get something in the kicking game. You know South Carolina's not going to be able to score enough points against Clemson's defense without some help from Clemson. But I think that's the only way they can win the game. Ellis, South how do you Carolina. see it? Yeah, thank you, Chuck. Ellis, how do you see yeah. it? I, I think basically the same, and, and just in some different language. You know, if you looked at Clemson's game last week, they were playing a much better offensive team, but it was a quarterback who's on the same statue of, of a Rattler, and they they would get after May, and that was the whole thing. Now they gave up some runs, and then that that could happen. But North Carolina has running backs. Make and run. He, he, he can run a little better than Rattler. So they gave up some rushing yardage, but they got done against the quarterback, what they had to get done. And it, although his game was not terrible, it was his worst completion percentage this year, come up May. And he, he to me, he's one of the best in the country. So that would probably be a little bit of an approach, I would think. They just got to sing it, kind of get after him, keep forget from being a factor. Uh, they, it Clemson's Offense turns the football over. South Carolina will be in this game. And the Clemson's lost the two football teams this year out of the four that I don't think are any better than Carolina. And so they've shown that, you know, they've got to do better or taking care of their own problems. And are they going to put themselves in a bind? Chuck, if you're the offensive coordinators both ways, uh, what kind of thoughts do you have in your mind? Start with the Gamecocks if you're – you're Dow Loggins. What kind of things are you thinking about that you want to try and do early on to maybe establish some things? And then, if on the Clemson side, what are you thinking coming in about uh, how you want to uh, attack this Gamecock defense if you're Garrett Riley? Well, I, I think um, you know from the South Carolina perspective, you know early on, you know I think you've got to you know Rattler's got to get the ball out of his hands quick. They've got to get you know some some quick throws whether it be slants, whether it be, you know, some, some screens, whatever the case may be, um, and, 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 and some draws um, to try to slow down the rush. And then, and then, you know, I would be really, when if Clemson's going to bring pressure and bring their backers and play man coverage, I would do a lot of max protection. I mean, if it meant keeping, you know, eight guys in, if it meant keeping nine guys in and try to isolate uh, Leggett, uh, you know, and, and, you know, give him time to, to, to get down the field um, because they're going to try, Ellis nailed it, they're going to they're gonna pressure Rattler, um, you know, but if they're going to pressure him with more than the front four, they're going to be, you know, playing man coverage and, you know, max protect. And, and, and because Leggett's the one guy that can make a difference, Rattler and Leggett, they're the only ones that, that offensively for South Carolina that can – change this game mm-hmm. and you know and so they've got to do that 
you know, from uh, Clemson's perspective, run the ball, run the ball. You know, they, they've, they've been running for two, over 200 yards a game in, in, in these last three games. You know, they've got two good running backs. You know, I would take the ball out of Klubnik's hands and put it in those guys' hands and let them win the game. From the other side, if I was South Carolina, I'd let Ellis do the defensive side. Yeah. But if I was South Carolina, I'd stop the run. You know, I, whatever I had to do, I'd stop the run early and, and make Klubnik beat you. All right, Ellis, your turn talking about – Pick up on where uh, Chuck left off. If you're um, uh, Clayton White and you're thinking about the best way to attack Clemson, what are you going to do defensively? What strategy do you want to use? And then if you are um, Wes Goodwin on the Clemson side, uh, you're thinking about the quarterback, you're thinking about the primetime receiver, uh, how would you approach that? Do you, do, you, do you double him? Do you put your best corner on him and say go sick him and stick with him? Do you bring a lot of pressure? How do you see it both ways? Well, I think uh, early on, I think South Carolina, again, they, they do have to stop the run and, and make sure they make Clemson make some third down plays. How they're going to do that, I'm not sure. They've switched to this three-man front lately. I've sold a bit on the last game. and They are creating some confusion for teams. <clears throat> they may have come in prepared for a different front or something. But I don't know if it's strong enough to hold up against Clemson's running game. Uh, if the two running backs take care of the football, They'll, they'll have a hard time stopping that running game. Uh, on the other side, I, I think Clemson, I just feel like they're going to probably take the same approach and, and pressure, uh, you know, not all the time, but pressure some. He's actually been rushing four a little bit more late, mixing it in, and they're four good enough to get there. Uh, you know, not as fast as pressure, but they're getting the ball out of the quarterback's hands, uh, and, and it's giving them some shots to pick off some passes. So, I, you know, I think the one mistake Clemson could make on defense is uh, going pressure too much, and it, you, you can't pressure and double cover a receiver. Not unless now they start getting the max protection, like Chuck said, they better have a, something in their back pocket where they can double to get and still have a reasonable coverage out there. But uh, you know, we're kind of saying the same thing going around in circles. <laughs> it boils down to Clemson taking care of the football. And South Carolina being able to find a way to take life. Chalk Talk tonight here on Sports Talk, getting ready for the Palmetto Bowl with Chuck Reedy and Ellis Johnson. And uh, Coach Reedy, first off, wanted to thank you. Uh, your, my wife and, and I got a chance to eat at the Comeback Shack just down the road from uh, Charleston Southern on Saturday night. Really enjoyed the hamburger. So uh, thank you for putting that in the way of Charleston Southern because we were going down there for the Esquisa State Championship Games on Saturday. Well, great. Well, I appreciate appreciate the business and mm-hmm. appreciate the plug. Yeah, that plug was a thousand dollars. So we'll, we'll <laughs> cash or money, cash or money order will be fine. We don't take you, the hamburgers. We don't take checks. Two. We don't take checks here. <laughs> take, take, take it out of take it out of my salary. Okay? <laughs> Well, we'll make you work for your food here because you, you kind of hit on it. I think that's probably the approach that Clemson should take. But when you have a young quarterback like Kate Klubnick, who has not played in an environment like he's going to see on Saturday, never played in this rivalry game, how do you settle a young quarterback into that situation where maybe, he has, as Coach Johnson pointed out, he hasn't played all that well on the road and, and mistakes could turn the tide to this game. How do you settle him in early and, and get him into the ball game so he doesn't try and uh, win the game himself and certainly doesn't hurt his team well the 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 best 
friend he has is the running game. And so if they can establish the running game, then, you know, it, it makes his, you know, it makes everything easier for him. So if they can do that, you know, but otherwise give him some easy throws, um, you know, try to, you know, give him some stuff that, you know, that uh, don't let him throw the ball down the middle of the field early for sure. I wouldn't do that. But, you know, give him some stuff that, you know, that, that he can complete, you know, get his confidence up. But but the main thing is if they get the running game going, you know, it, it, you know that's going to open up easy throws for him. This question could be for either of you or both of you, but – so we, we all know the importance of this rivalry game from fans to coaches to players alike. So there's probably not really a need for any extra or added motivation. But with that being said, last year Carolina ended Clemson's college football playoff hopes with that, with that win up in Death Valley. This year Clemson has an opportunity to return the favor and essentially keep the Gamecocks out of a bowl game. Does that add anything extra from Clemson's perspective, you think, or no? Yeah. I don't. I think that Carolina may play with a little more urgency because they got to get the win to get in the bowl. But I don't think Clemson cares whether they go to a bowl or not. Hmm. They, they've got to play well to win in that environment. And I'll tell you now, Kletnick has not played. What Trevor Summit, he has not played quite, I don't think, in a stadium this, this loud. Uh, it's going to be the, it's going to be kind of like the X factor. Do they handle it noise well? Because they got some players that have been there before. But Kletnick's never been there before. And one of our quarterbacks from Alabama, Freddie Kitchens, he told me one day it was the loudest stadium he ever played in. And, I mean, he played in, in Tiger Stadium at LSU and Auburn and everywhere else. He said it was as loud as anywhere he's ever been. So it's going to be a function thing. It's going to be on his shoulders. And I, Chuck's already hit it. they got to put it in the running back's hands. And it better be successful because it has to be put in his hands. It's going to be tough. Chuck, what are your thoughts on? I mean, you you were in a Clemson uniform uh, many times, or Clemson gear many times, uh, at Williams Bryce Stadium. Uh, Clemson, of course, uh, has had success uh, playing in Columbia. They've had success at night uh, playing in Columbia. The Gamecocks haven't beaten the Tigers in this game in Columbia since 2013. Um, does Clemson come in? And I hear what Ellis is saying, all the others are saying, and I know I. The, the the setting there can be intimidating, but does Clemson have a different mindset as a program coming into this game in Columbia because they're there so much every other year. They kind of know what to expect. They've been there before. They know they've won there before. Is it a different mindset for them? These guys have never played um, uh, it, what you're telling me. They've never played at night um, in Williams-Brice. Now I can I can relate back. This is for some of your listeners were born, mm. but in 1987, when we went down there with Rodney Williams, and that game was a close ball game, and that crowd literally took over the game, and it was I mean it was brutal, and I I mean you you remember the game. I mean, uh, you know, the twenty to seven. Brad Edwards uh, had a couple of picks, I believe, a couple of pick sixes. He had a pick. He had, he had a pick, and it was that rod, the crowd, the whole Williams Bryce, Rodney, Rodney. <laughs> I mean, it was it was brutal. So all I'm saying is, uh-huh. these guys hadn't they hadn't been in that environment. Now the only way that's going to happen is if it's a close ball game and Carolina 
you know, and they can keep if they can keep the crowd in it into the fourth quarter. If they can keep it to that to that point, the crowd can be a factor. Do you think they'll? I mean, you know how crowds can be creative, and you know that they know young quarterback at Clemson has a little bit of a history of happy feet and nervous times. Uh, you think they try to get inside his head from a fan standpoint from the from the stands? Well, again, South Carolina has to they have to stay in the game and, and keep the crowd in the game. You know that that I mean, and, and as much as Ellis and I have talked about anything tonight. Mm-hmm. That's probably more important than anything to keep it close and keep the crowd in the game because if if it gets if it gets out of hand early that thing will empty out real fast uh-huh. and then and then Clemson will run away with it so I mean and and we've all seen that too so you know they've got to keep you know whatever they have to do if they can keep the crowd in the game into the second half and into the fourth quarter then you got a ball game. Yeah, y'all came back in '89. Sparky Woods' first game against you, you beat them forty-five to nothing. So yeah, and we beat them the next year in Clemson too. But that's yeah. beside the point. Yeah, I'm talking about night game in Columbia in a close ball game. The crowd can be a tremendous factor. So how are you going to watch the game? What are your plans? Well, I'm watching on TV. Well, I I know that, but I mean, like, what are your Ellis? What I'll start with you. I mean, are you well, are I you curling to, you know, up at your? I had a ticket to go to the game. I don't want to go to an stadium. I mean, what if what if Trump invited you to watch the game with him from his luxury suite? Would you go then? I might do that. I saw Henry yesterday at chiropractor. And I could have asked him if he could sneak me up in the box, but I really don't want to be there. Wait a minute! You, you got two tickets, but I'm gonna let Mama and Grandma have those. I'm gonna watch it on TV. You you go to the same chiropractor as the governor? Yeah, he's the best one in town. <laughs> Were y'all like in there at the same time? Yeah, I mean, that's kind of we plug in business. We plug Chuck's business. Uh, Evan Cohen, <laughs> who is the team chiropractor, game chiropractor. Evan Cohen's the best chiropractor in town. I don't know any others, but. He's the best one I've been to. <laughs> and I think the governor's figured that out. Well, while we're talking about we're the governor, related. what's his Still, what's, so what's, we're distantly related, okay? What's his physical issue? Now that's the question. What's why's the governor visiting a Yeah, well, this is news now. What's what's the governor getting cracked in there? Is it his neck, his oh, back? My goodness. Huh? I guess get some heat on the back or something. I don't know. <laughs> Chuck? We're distantly related, Phil. You and the governor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, I didn't realize we had royalty on the show tonight, you know. <laughs> big, this well, segment gets bigger by the week. Wow. <laughs> Chuck, Chuck, where are you? You're up in the mountains, right? You're curling up there in the yeah, mountains no, with the family? No, no. Yeah, no, we'll be coming back Saturday to watch the game at home. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we'll, be, we'll be at our place watching the game. You know, you got you, you. You know, of course, Debbie's a she's a big Carolina fan now. So, mm-hmm. you know. Um, <clears throat> so anyway. Well, now you've got Cohen from both of them. Now you you've got a little chain. Well, well both of you got Cohen from both of them. So, like at yeah. this stage of life, Chuck, you consider yourself a Gamecock or a Tiger? Neither. <laughs> Neither one. Well, what are you? You got you got. Are you are you a Mountaineer? Are you a a, a Baylor Bear? I'm, I'm you... nothing. I, I I can just enjoy watching football, and you know, 
And to be honest with you, I pull against more people than I pull for. All right, Ellis, what are you? Ellis, are you? I don't know how. I don't know how. I don't know how Ellis is, but everybody that fired me, I pull against. (laughs) (laughs) Ellis, are you a gamecock or a tiger, or do you hang with the bulldogs? No, I mean, I always said I wish they could both come in undefeated every year and so forth. I'm a state of South Carolina football fan, and uh, but I've told you before, my youngest is a walk-on at Clemson, so I got to pull. Is he making the travel squad? They're bringing all of them. They're bringing all of them? Yeah. Oh. I don't know if they're dressing out, but they bring them all. Yeah. Nice. Well, guys <laughs> – I hope you have a great Thanksgiving. Hope your turkey is uh, delicious and well cooked to your uh, to your satisfaction and everything else. Uh, all the trimmings are good. We appreciate you so much. I can't tell you enough. Can't pay you enough, as you well know. Uh, and uh, we we want everybody to go to uh, to the Comeback Shack over there uh, yes. near Charleston Southern, and also in Mount Pleasant, and also go visit uh, uh, Ellis's favorite uh, chiropractor, Doctor Cohen. <laughs> So that's good. We plugged two Phil, things for I you there. Phil, <laughs> Phil I have, my kids want me to come eat with them tomorrow, so I have to go to the ex's house for Thanksgiving. Oh. <laughs> I, had planned to go to, I had planned to go to the Comeback Shack, but I got to go to the ex's house. Oh, okay. Well, you, uh, you, you uh, I don't know how you handle that. You just handle it your way. <laughs> Guys, have a great holiday. We'll uh, let's do it again next. Uh, back on regular schedule. Well, this is regular schedule. Let's do it again next Wednesday, just to wrap it up for uh, for a while. Appreciate you guys. Have a great day tomorrow. Thanks, guys. Thanks, fellas. All right, thank you. Great weekend. Oh boy. Thank you. Uh, <clears throat> Ellis is going to the X's, huh? For, for good for him. Thanksgiving. That's brave. That's that's big. Yes, it is. That's big and that's brave. I mean, that's giving. He's he's taking one for the team, right? You feel like he's taking one for the team. It absolutely is. But good for them. But, you know, family sort of trumps all, right? I guess. I don't know. All my tech exes live in Texas. That's why I hang my hat in Tennessee. Huh? You heard that song That's before? What they say. George Strait. That's what they say. All my exes live in Texas.